are rolling. Oh, hi. Welcome back once again to the Wednesday Morning Surfer, the podcast that answers tomorrow's questions today. I'm once again ever your first host. My name is Rick Larson, and uh, with me, as always, is my illustrious other host, Jeff Cardillo. Jeff, how's uh, how's things going? I'm a solid 6.5 out of 10. Oh, okay. So, like, strong D. You'll you'll pass. Sure, I'm but, passing. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> Well, we're going to, we have some amazing guests tonight, Jeff. Did you know that? I am very well aware of that. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go ahead and introduce them, and then we can get to our uh, hot button topic of the night. Our first guest is a uh, blogger and Simpsons expert, uh, artist, performer, um, I'm probably leaving out some of his, his amazing resume. Um, a man who only goes by his initials, uh, or some, uh, some letters, at least. <laughs> JRC. Just three I picked out of a hat. That, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Don't know why you had letters in your hat, but... It's <laughs> uh, a good question. Yeah. Maybe we'll get to that one at some point. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, so what's something you'd like to tell the world about yourself? Uh, what would I like to tell the world about myself? You can just call me Jason if you like. Okay. That's uh, the kind of thing that... This is the kind of uh, celebrity gossip that, uh, that we traffic in here. Um, we have multiple guests, as I said. So let me introduce our next guest. Also a blogger. Also uh, a performer, writer... Uh, personality, Diana Welsh. No one's ever called me a personality before. No, well, <laughs> that's all right. Um, I, I don't know why. I, that's the first. That was the first <laughs> thing actually that came to mind. Wow, she's a personality. This changes what, things for me. Yeah. What do you want to tell the world about yourself? Uh, fun fact. Not trying to brag here, but I can name any dog breed on sight. Oh. Wow. All Even right. like the the made up like combo ones like well, Labrador. I can give you a pretty good guess. Snickerwiffle. Yeah. <laughs> I can give you a pretty oh, good guess okay. if it's a mixed breed. That's good. That's awesome. awesome. Is there any background to that or just well, hobby? Or? When I was a kid I my parents uh, bought me this book. It was like an encyclopedia of dog breeds. Okay. I yeah. don't know if they got it for me for my birthday or something, but uh-huh. um, I memorized it because I had so little else to do. Okay. We lived out in the <laughs> sure. middle of nowhere, and I didn't really have a whole lot of options. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's sort of like being in prison. Did you, <laughs> you just read the same book over and over again. This is, that was yeah. my book. That's, that's awesome, though. Did you have any of the dogs in the book, or you just... Uh, we had an Airedale. Oh, okay. Right at the beginning of the alphabet. I think it was the third, third, the third dog oh, in the, the book. Dog. <laughs> it was Affin Pincher. Um, it was some other thing. I always, yeah. I always wanted like the obscure ones that on, I only ever saw in that book, like uh, the the dog that looks like a mop or like oh it yeah, has a commodore. Yeah, that's yeah. what that is. There's also and, a pooley, uh, which is a brown version of that. It oh, also okay. has dreadlocks. Cool. Oh, and there was one. Um, I always thought whippets and greyhounds Those both looked cute. really cool. They yeah. are. But 
never never actually took the plunge and, and got one. A whippet is also known as an Italian greyhound. Oh, didn't know that. Huh. I had the Hardy Boys book that had, um, like it was an encyclopedia for wannabe detectives, and at the end it had, and it was published in 65, I think, and it had uh, drug slang of the no time. No kidding. And it was pretty great, yeah. Was so you memorized great. all that. Um, only a couple of them, like uh, uh, horse and smack and uh, tea was marijuana. Did it have whippet in there? I don't know that it did. It might have. It might have. And uh, this is a special episode. We have three amazing guests. Our last guest, but not least, is also a performer, musician. Um, I've seen him do comedy. He, uh, he um, is a, uh, an expert unicyclist, um, a nurse practitioner. Uh, let's hear it for Ryan Avery. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm, I'm just a human being. You're just the same. Sometimes I pad the resumes a little bit. But, uh, but you can actually write prescriptions, I understand. Correct? I, no? Okay. Nope. I've been, mis- I've been gravely misinformed. Darn. Well, what would you like the world to know about you? Um, I'm doing all right. Doing okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, we're all doing the best that we can. Your, your future is so bright, you have to wear shades. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've heard that one before. Um, I think this might be the first time on the show that all five of us have worn glasses. So that's pretty, pretty interesting. So you listening at home, imagine five people wearing yeah. glasses. You know this is going to get very intellectual. Yes. <laughs> Well, let's have Jason pick our topic and read it to the audience. And then we'll spend the rest of the show answering the question thoroughly, completely, and exhaustively. Well, uh, there we go. Playing off this uh, great coincidence, what's the deal with glass? That's a drug slang, too. Oh, it is. For, like, methamphetamine, right? I don't think it was. Or crack cocaine? Uh, That's a good question. We might have to toss that one out to the the listeners. Um, So you're thinking of drugs. I'm just thinking of drinking glasses. Nah, nah. I'm the one that brought up the drug slang, though. But I know that they used to put... um, in early cigarettes, uh, the filters were more or less like fiberglass insulation, which has little round-up pieces of glass in it. Oh, and I, I wonder why they stopped doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted them to be the uh, the paragons of health that we now yeah. know cigarettes to yes. be. And they started using asbestos filters just to make. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Glass of, is natural, you, you know. It's you, just sand that's been heated up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I want that in my lungs. (laughs) Yeah. It's a it's common metaphor too in literature, I think. So there's an Ellen Hopkins book called Glass, which is about crack cocaine or methamphetamines, something like that. Mm -hmm. It's all these 
she's got this whole series of books. It's like these big, thick books, but they're mm-hmm. super thick because they're in verse. Yeah, like I, a few I th- words on each page. I think my oldest son used to read those. Yeah, they're all about like they're young girls on meth. Hmm. The author, I looked it up, and her daughter was actually on meth. Oh. So that's what inspired her to write these books. She's getting, okay. She's like the Anne Rule of drug addiction. Anne Rule, yeah. Kind of. Sort of like writer. a Flowers in the Attic sort of know very the lurid. Anne Rule reference. Anne Rule writes true crime novels, and, oh, okay. and she, got a, she got into it because I guess she worked with Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah. And she oh. was like, really? And like, then stuff comes about Ted Bundy. They she's worked like, at a call center together or something. And then oh, wow. She put out like one of those a year for like. 20 years or something like that. Yeah, I haven't I haven't read too much in the true crime I think section. Yeah. I used to work at a bookstore and there was like you, oh, know, okay. you know they had the Ludlum shelf. There was like oh, an yeah, Anne yeah. Rule shelf in true crime. Oh wow. I have a glass wiener dog um, at my house that's very fragile. Mm-hmm. We keep it in a case and no one can see it. How big is it? <laughs> it's about this big. Wow. Like the glass of magic. Yeah. What? Like size? Yeah. Wow. And it's uh, it's meant to hold uh, like olive oil or something. It has a cork on its tail. Mm. I don't know. We got it as a as a gift for some holiday, and we're like, oh, this is really cool, and uh, we should keep this because we love wiener dogs, but. I don't trust it being anywhere. <laughs> so, Especially with so many wiener dogs running around. Right. So, first, first so, we put it, so we put it into a case, and you can't see it unless you open the case. <laughs> and then you see this very fragile glass wiener dog oh, with a cork funny. in its tail. It's it, a metaphor. Yeah. Like in the play, yeah. The Glass Menagerie. Yeah. Oh. I think yeah. there was probably a wiener dog in the menagerie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And a, probably, I think, a unicorn, too. I thought I remember. There was a unicorn. There was a unicorn. It got broken, I believe. Is the unicorn the one that fell and broke? Something like that. I read that yeah. play when I was pretty young, like 12, and oh, wow. didn't understand wow. it. It's pretty harsh in 12. I read Whatever. it, yeah, I read it in college. But, um, the, I read it in high school. Yeah, the, you said the, the glass wiener dog, and I immediately was ready to go, oh, I do too, but um, mine was ceramic, oh. and it was a greyhound. Oh. And I don't have it anymore. So, so not at all. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can't relate to you at all. There is a fragile dog that you yeah. used to have. Yes, I used to know a fragile dog. Yeah. I don't even know how fragile it was because it was ceramic, but it was not. That's true. It was not brittle. Like you could probably knock it off the shelf. It would have been. Depending how it's made, it was like slip cast. It was gonna be pretty thin. But yeah, was it hollow? Yeah. I, I imagine so. It was like a cheap one from like Target or something like that. It was like white and very shiny. Menagerie means collection. Yeah, yeah. collection of animals. So she had it. Yeah. I always thought it meant cage because of the early Star Trek pilot where the first one was called the uh, Menagerie or the Cage and then they when they yeah. redid it, they switched the title. So I always had that. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, the related terms, mm-hmm. so close enough. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Star Trek misinformed you. No. <laughs> <laughs> the world is wrong. <laughs> it's the children who are wrong. Yeah. No. It just, that it will mean that in yeah. like 300 years. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the time frame, right? It was the 
four hundreds, twenty five hundreds. If it asked me this fifteen years ago, I would have been able to yeah. tell you exactly <laughs> to the day. <laughs> to the day, yeah. It's have my, faded from my. Hold on, I have my star date to Gregorian calendar. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. If there's pro- that probably exists. If not, yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Well, um, on the subject of glass, I, I had a grandfather who had a glass eye. Oh, wow. And it was not a high-end glass eye. Like, when he slept, it would stay open. And I remember as a little kid seeing him take a nap, as most older gentlemen enjoy. And that one eye would just be staring. And it was uh, pretty frightening. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. How old were you when you became aware it was a glass eye? Did your parents like prep you before the first time you met him? Did he take it out and freak you out with it? You know, it it never came out, but I would imagine that glass eyes, that you would be able to pop them in and out. But um, he did have dentures. I did see those. (laughs) So the visual is a glass (laughs) with teeth in it and then a glass eye staring at me. So, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't really realize until, I think I asked my parents. He had a glass with like, his teeth and his eyes. And yeah. His, his, his wooden legs. His, <laughs> and his fingernails. <laughs> yeah. All sunk yeah. to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Press on fingernails. Because <laughs> yes. he wanted to look nice. So we know that glass is a very versatile material. It can be yeah. used for eyes. It can be used for wiener dogs. Um, menageries. Menageries. Drug purposes. Drugs. Is glass the same thing as ice? Like, as far as drugs go? I don't know. I can't name <laughs> yeah. any drug on site. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah. I'm not super knowledgeable yeah. on uh, on drug lingo. One time at um, a Goodwill, like I always like to check the pockets of the blazers to see if there's anything fun in there. And I actually, this was like a 70s blazer, and I pulled out a little plastic bag with like a yellow crystalline uh, substance in it. Oh, wow. I just very slowly put it back in I, and just kind of walked I, away uh, to the books. Did the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> they probably would have jacked the price up on that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But uh, someone got a fun bonus. Like, you know, for those who enjoy ingesting strange substances out of vintage uh, jackets. Yeah. Aged cocaine. <laughs> yes. The first suit the I ever cocaine. owned, <laughs> um, I got from, like, my roommate's uncle who didn't need the suit anymore and was like oh this is pretty cool it was kind of a dark blue like a navy blue and uh i i wore it to a to a ska show i'm like i'm cool i got my skinny tie and my suit and i went into one of the pockets i'm like oh there's a piece of paper in there and it was a funeral (laughs) for that uncle's like dad or some some other family member and I showed it to my roommate. He's like, oh, yeah, I went to that funeral, too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that guy? Yeah. Oh. I think that's the common suit. That's a job interviews, funerals, mm. uh, justice of the peace wedding. Those are like the three, yeah. the three things you get out of the suit. suit. Yeah. And if you're in a ska band. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where did you see the ska show? Uh, oh, wow. Was it in Arizona? It was in Arizona, yeah. I went to so many that I don't know for sure. What year was it? Uh, approximately? Probably, let's say, 95. Okay. That's easy. It was the dance hall crashers you went to see. Right? Oh, okay. yeah. That's probably what it was. It may have been Let's Go Bowling. 
It was probably a good ska show. That's what you're saying. Pro- oh, <laughs> yeah, could have been. Yeah. Maybe the electric ballroom. <laughs> Might have been. That's okay. the only like '90s club that I can think of right now. Oh, um, they used to have my friend's band had a weekly show at Boston's for okay. a year oh, yeah. or so, and was a Nile around? Yeah, at yeah, 95? I think so. Before I started going to shows, but yeah. just barely. Yeah, I went there handful of times, but it was not my favorite place to go. They had, they had a hotbed of ska there, though. They did quite a few yeah. shows. Yeah. What, what wave of ska are we on right now? Fourth wave? Fifth wave? Um, the waves have stopped. The waves yeah. have stopped. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did it, yeah. it crests? Maybe, yeah. maybe it's low tide. Yeah. That's probably the way to put it. Yeah. Are you guys talking surfing now? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> the closest. Yeah. I think it's the closest we've come to talking about yeah. surfing. What's, what's the newest ska band you know of? Like like that's a, that's, that's like kind a, of making, that's making any, getting any sort of attention. No, no. <laughs> they don't call themselves ska anymore. They, they, they get upset when they, they got rid of the ska yeah. for uh, in like 2007. Oh, okay. They were like, we are no longer ska. I haven't seen them in a while. Please so. disassociate yeah, they were, us from ska. I, yeah. I saw them with the Aquabats and they were almost like prog rock. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, they're very prog now. It's, it's, yeah. it's still good. It's different. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like ska is like it's due for a resurgence. Like people are rediscovering cassettes, like all these things. It's like there should be a huge ska revival. Well, the, the youth they need horns. They need yeah. a good horn section. That's probably that's probably the the limiting factor. Here's my celebrity uh, celebrity experience though. Since Captain Squeegee came up on the show. I used to carpool to work with his mom. Wait, are, are Captain? Are they celebrities? No. <laughs> okay, no. Okay. No. no. Are, they, uh, are they like a national touring band level? No. 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 I got the impression because they seem to be spending so much time. Maybe on the road. like Southwest. They do. Yeah. Like yeah. Southwest. Southwest. Tour, but, yeah. yeah. Um, no. The the newest and most exciting new ska band that I've gotten into is uh, Razika. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an all-girl ska band out of the Netherlands. Oh, okay. And, uh, and they, their biggest influences are, you know, a bunch of typical ska bands, but then also, like, the Strokes and, okay. <laughs> and like, okay. a lot of garage rock bands. Think, yeah. and. They are so I'm good. I'm on board. I'm <laughs> yeah. on board. They're the they're the best thing. I would listen to that. It is is very good. Um, finding their music here in the states can be very expensive. Uh, so I I just would watch YouTube videos for a while. Sure. And then uh, I went into Double Nickels and I found a copy of the record that had been marked down from like 25 down to like 13. And no. I was like. I went up to Michael and I was like, "Do you know what this is?" And he's like, "Yeah, I, no one knows who they are here." I, mean, I was like, "I am so excited! This is here." Yeah. That's a good score. It's yeah, such a good yeah. score. Um, but that's, yeah, that's better than the time I bought Kingdom of the Spiders there on VHS for three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It was a gift. It was a gift for Bill Binder. <laughs> Loves William Shatner. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't already. Hey, is that yeah. that? Is that that movie in Esperanto or no? no. What no. what movie is that? Because isn't uh, it's like 
Oh. I want to say dial dial bleep, but it's not. No. That's not it. That's a okay. okay. I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not very familiar with the whole uh, Shatner uh, movie. Hope, yeah. uh, I hope yeah. whoever whoever writes or tweets us to tell us the name of the movie is also the one that tells us what drug is called glass. Yes. <laughs> I hope that's the same person. And that's what Shatner was on when he did. Yes. That. <laughs> It was ten times more addictive than marijuana. I was terrified of that movie when I was a kid because I was terrified of spiders. Like yeah. I still am. I just could not handle even the concept. And for a while, I associated, in a weird way, I associated death with spiders, and so I also okay. associated death with William Shatner. Oh, I, I see the I see the connection. Yeah. That movie do I do remember it coming on TV and freaking me out. Like I'm. I would say average afraid of spiders. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one in the house that moderate have to take care an ex- of. Yeah. An expected or exceptional. Yeah. Black widows are, are something I don't want to mess with. Yeah, um, yeah but, reasonable. But yeah, like I see a daddy long legs and, or something, and I'm like, oh. The longer the legs, kind of the more they freak me out. Little baby yeah. spiders, I can, oh, boom, you're dead. I can deal with it. But yeah. like I grew up around in, in upstate New York where it was more humid, and you oh, had sure. a lot more like daddy long leg spiders. And they're creepy because they're just sort of like they, they just yeah. sort of wiggle their way around in that. For the listener, yeah. he is moving his arms in a uh, <laughs> in a very spiderly. Yeah. Kind I'm of like way. if yeah. I was dancing at Woodstock so <laughs> on glass. Yeah. On glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I grew up with always being told like, "Oh, those are those are harmless. They 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 eat the bugs you don't like, mm-hmm. so they don't yeah. they don't bother me as much." But I do remember. There's a shot near the end of that movie that I may have just imagined, where there's like somebody on a swing set, and they're just completely um, covered in spider webs, and there's a whole bunch of spiders crawling around on the ground, and that gave me yeah that gave me the the heebie-jeebies when I was a kid. Yeah, I I never saw that, but um, I did see the movie Squirm, which was about masses of earthworms. Ah, <laughs> Earthworm Wrangler. Yeah, I think there was a whole uh, period of time where there were uh, movies made about just masses of insects yeah. and there creepy crawlies. Which was the, the, the Killer Bee movie from the seventies? Oh yeah. Oh, I remember. I yeah. Yeah. There's like the fifties were giant insects. Yeah. Tremors. And then later, was Tremors was eighties, nineties. Yeah. Yeah, arachnophobia that? was 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Arachn- and arachnophobia was actually... I, I haven't seen it since it was new, but I remember yeah. liking it. Yeah. Joe's Apartment. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe's Apartment. That's the scariest one. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> Talking cockroaches. Yeah. Which O'Connell brother is in that? There's like, there's oh. Jerry, and then there's another one. I didn't know there was another one. There is another one. He doesn't act as much. Uh, I mean, imagining him. Yeah, I. Uh, he was in the Esperanto movie. Yes, he was. On, he was about the, that was about the effects of being on glass. Yeah. <laughs> I went to uh, New Mexico in August to um, record an album at this uh, sort of hippie commune called okay. the Farm. And uh, and if you go inside, the ceilings in every room are just completely covered in spider webs and spiders. Oh. And uh, and that scared me 
and uh, my friend that I was with to re record because we're not used to buildings like that. Yeah. And they said, "Don't worry, they don't bite people. They're just here to, like Jay said, like protect you from the mosquitoes and all the other gross bugs that are in the house. Like they're they're providing a, a service for you." And we're like, "Okay, we trust you." And then uh, my friend that I was with got bit in the hand by oh. a spider, and his hand swelled up. And oh, no. since there was just a bunch of like uh, hippie people there, they're like, just put some honey on it. <laughs> and <laughs> drink and then the bees came. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just dance <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were like, you just need to like take a nap, drink this tea, and put this honey on your hand, and you should be fine. <laughs> and uh, and he did, but he was still in a lot of pain. <laughs> and uh, and then someone who was uh, just a like a traveling person who was staying there at the time was like, I have some ibuprofen, and he's like, Give me that ibuprofen. <laughs> someone who was a responsible, normal human yeah. being. Yeah. <laughs> Who is also living with hippies in Las Cruces, New Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> balance. It was a balance. And well, traveling across the that, country. That was uh, that person was a giant spider. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. They yeah. were providing a service. <laughs> so what was the draw for going to the studio? Was it like super isolated? Or? No, it was um, our uh, our friend uh, who recorded our first album. Uh, lives there, and uh, after going back and revisiting our our previous work, we were like, "Oh, we like this first album and the way it sounds and the way it feels a lot more than the second album." Uh, so let's try and make that experience happen again, even though that studio and that person aren't around anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. we contacted that person. He's like, "I have a great studio in this." <laughs> place called the farm in las cruces new mexico it's a spider farm <laughs> yeah yeah, and they, yeah they don't really harvest anything milk spider milk but i made it from spider web it seemed it seems like it's going to be good i still haven't heard it though Oh, but okay. <laughs> it was a, it was a much uh, it was one of the best experiences uh, recording. Okay. Which friend? It was uh, Andy Hiller. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and then everyone was like, "Oh, spiders never bite anyone." This yeah. is so weird. I'm like, "No, it's not." No, they, they, respond, they respond to irritation. <laughs> yeah. If they're bothered. But yeah, they'll come That's at true. you. Yeah. But yeah. The, the Stereo mix though is like really heavy on the right side because yeah. that's the hand that was bitten. Yeah, so it's just louder over there because yeah. that that hand was swollen. Yeah, that's how well, recording works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you really want to make sure that the spiders aren't too high up in the mix. Yeah, I want to put a compressor on yeah. that. We turn down like these spiders. Could be like the dance scene in a Disney movie, and you just have spiders jump, yeah. dancing on drums. Who was doing a show at Alwyn House years ago, and um, a musician friend, Daryl Shearer, was agreed to play the show. And he's a kind of an acoustic guy, you know, um, sometimes plays steel guitar, just acoustic guitar. And he was going through his, his uh, I think it was a song about Ralph Nader. This is uh -huh. a really old, like, he doesn't even play these songs anymore. And he's, he, he, he stops on the point, he looks around and goes, can someone turn the chickens down in the monitor? He thought there was like, he, and he literally thought there was an effect 
that we were like playfully putting. Uh, <laughs> oh but no, behind him was like a wall of chickens at the, at the yeah. time, all one house like, raising, but it just been covered up with like a tarp so they could sleep at night. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Much better surprise than spiders. Turn yeah. down the chickens. Yeah. No. I was moving out of a house one time and um, noticed in the shed there was a lot of black widows. And I didn't know what to do. I was terrified. Mm. I called my mom, right? Um, and she came over with one of those barbecue lighters, you know, okay, one of those yeah, things, yeah. and she just lit them on fire. <laughs> wow. And this does not seem wow. like something my mom would have in her. Yeah. I was very surprised. Yeah, you know, I have respect for my mom because of this. Maybe yeah. I didn't before, but... <laughs> pretty badass. I know. I, I, was, I was a flamethrower. Yeah. 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 No, she just would go up to him with the little clicker thing and light yeah. it on fire, and she just lit all the... Yeah. Black Widows in my shed on fire. Which actually made them stronger because it left <laughs> those spiders who were immune to fire. Yeah, well, I'm trying to make her Through natural yeah. selection. She would whisper the <laughs> name of someone she was mad at and then she would light them on fire. <laughs> you were <laughs> Daryl. Yeah. What? Daryl Dare? No, Are you mad at him? Names. No, that was the first name that popped back in my head. I love Daryl. <laughs> Daryl, we love you. And Daryl the robot that was D A R, whatever. However you spell Daryl as an acronym. DRL from uh, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> no, it was an 80s like kids movie where there was a kid. Yeah, I don't think, don't even know that I actually ever saw it. But chickens are also possibly even more mean than spiders. Yeah, I, especially roosters. Territorial. Yeah. So. You know, on the on the subject of of chickens, this would be a good place to take a break because the buck stops here, <laughs> and we will be back. All right, we are back from break. Jumped ahead in time, and now we're on muffler men. Yes. So where were we? Mexico. New Mexico. Spiders. That's what New Mexico. Spiders. And oh, free breakfast. I was also going to say about Las Cruces, we went to the uh, um, co-op there, and everyone knew everyone else and wanted to get to know uh, me and Andrew, and, uh, and they're like, who are, who are you guys? You guys must not be from here because I surely don't recognize you, <laughs> and, and most of them came to the show later that night. Oh, that's awesome. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, so like, I was uh, just, I was just in love with that town. Maybe we should get sponsored by the Las Cruces Tourism yeah. Authority. Surf yeah. Las Cruces. Yeah. We went to um, Santa Fe, and um, I actually went there when I was a kid, and then later on I went with Jay like a few years ago, and I took him to the Magic Jesus Staircase. It's called Loretto Chapel. I like it already. It's got like a, I call it the Magic Jesus Staircase just as a way to sort of belittle it. Okay. It's got a... Okay. <laughs> A staircase in there that was supposedly built by Christ. Oh, I've heard of this staircase. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a carpenter, so... Yeah, some strange carpenter came in and was just like, I'm just going to build this, right? Yeah, the nuns prayed, like, they needed the staircase so bad, and they prayed for it, and then this itinerant carpenter shows up and is like, oh, I'll build the staircase for you. Yeah. And legend was born. It has no nails in it. Yeah, it doesn't have any nails in it. But then again, I, you know, I, I looked into this. Well, Jesus hated nails, so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nails were actually very bad, hard to come by at the time. Bad, bad, uh, bad yeah. uh, 
Oh man, I can't think of words. <laughs> a bad like, association for him. Yeah. Are you sure you wouldn't like to use some nails? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. work. It was built with like wooden pegs and stuff. So I mean, is this staircase actually in a house or is it? It's in a church. It's in a church. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've seen this at some point in my you life can get somewhere. On it, if you want. It's a bit like the equivalent of like Jesus coming back and being like building an automatic door. We couldn't get out. <laughs> we built this house without any doors. <laughs> oh, we'll do the doors. It's kind of a dumb idea. Yeah. But my my dad has a story about when he was a kid, someone came to his he lived in New York as a kid. Someone came to his door knocking at night wanting some bread and his parents gave them some bread. And then the next day, there was like a full loaf of bread on their doorstep. I don't, you know, it seems like a just a dad, a dad story. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Maybe it was a miracle, yeah. the miracle of the bread. Someday I'm going to tell my kids about when I worked at a bakery, mm-hmm. and uh, and this uh, transient man came in and said, "Do you have anything for me to eat?" And there was a bunch of. Uh, bunch of women in there that are buying their discount bread because it's the end of the day yeah and i offered this man a piece of uh olive levon <laughs> uh, like a whole loaf of it and and she used to date popeye right yeah and uh, and uh and he picked up the loaf of bread and he said i want some meat and he threw it at me oh. and then all these women got so mad at him and chased him out <laughs> Said, you don't know how expensive this bread is. You are so ungrateful. How dare you throw that bread? Oh, that's great. The closest, the closest. Maybe he's on glass. <laughs> yeah. Or on spiders. Yeah. Closest, oh, gluten free diet. <laughs> closest thing I have to that is. Um, when I was much younger, I worked at a hometown buffet that was near a concert venue, the uh, whatever, the Akchin or not casino, but the pavilion. Okay. Um, used to be called Desert Sky Pavilion. Oh yeah. Well, Blockbuster. Yep. Blockbuster Desert Sky. Blockbuster. <laughs> Don't you dare yeah, forget the sponsor. Pavilion. <laughs> it's the pavilion of many names. They, They've made so much just off of naming rights on that thing. The, it probably probably makes up for all the money. Is they it lose the jobbing dot com? It was that for a while. Yeah, I think it was called the Staples Center for a little while, and then uh, Madison Square Garden for about an afternoon until <laughs> they got a letter. Um, U.S. Airways Center. Oh really? Oh yeah, that was like a yeah. legendary punk yeah. yeah punk oh, venue. Yeah. Oh. yeah, with the wrestling rink. Yeah, uh, uh, ring, ring. office buildings on it now. Oh, oh. that's an improvement. Yeah. Well. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. is, is there a is there like a plaque, like a memorial plaque? Uh, Apparently, they had they had an agreement when they did tear, tear it down that they had, did have to put in some recognition of its previous life. Yeah. It's like, hey man, this is where JFA played. Come on. You're telling us about hometown buffet. Oh yeah, hometown buffet. No, it's okay. Everybody loves dishwasher stories. We do. Um, so <laughs> I was working there one afternoon, and there was a, a commotion in the back of the back of the place, and everybody went out. Um, it was the afternoon of a fish concert, and three people—I think it was two guys and a woman, or it might have been three guys—were attempting to take a shower in our mop sink. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and. 
they definitely smelled like they needed it. Like they were. You just let them go. So, yeah, 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 we should have. <laughs> if, if I if it had been my hometown buffet, I would have opened my mop sink to yeah. the uh, fish heads. Fish or oh, what? Fish I don't know what. Yeah. Fish, fish something. Fish school. Fish freaks. Fish yeah. Freaks? yeah. Fish fanatics. Fish sticks? Or, is it, or is it freaks with like? Freaks with a PH. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought those are people who did hacking, but on phones. Okay. Phone freaks. Phone freaks. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Or is that prank calling, or is there? A no, 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 it's phone, phone freak. freak. Yeah, okay. Okay. it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. They you can, can like, uh, make tones. Yeah, but the oh, blue, like blue, blue box, uh, orange box. I don't know. You know a little bit about this, don't you? I I used to be on some BBSs back in the late eighties. Maltis. What's that? Have you ever heard of the BBS Maltis? Um, was that a Arizona one? No, or? it was a it was an upstate New York one, but it had a big rep from. Um, yeah, it was like more West Coast. Like uh, Montezuma's Revenge was a, a great BBS. Um, I was a member of the uh, spe- the ones that you needed special permission to access yeah. the hacking and freaking ones. So. Oh wow proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's my claim to fame. Yeah. I was a baby and Brian was especially a baby. Yeah. 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 I don't really know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like what passed for the internet back then? Or? Yeah. Well, I'm some 1200 BPS dial-up modems, yeah. um, which I don't know what that even translates to as far as the uh, current bit rates. It's ridiculous. So. I do remember being like, I want to watch this video. I'm going to download it and go to bed. Yeah. And hopefully it'll be done when I wake up. I do remember those days. Yeah. Snapster and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to download this yeah. song I'm gonna download, and go to bed. Yeah. I would just, yeah, I'd set up like, these are the things I'm going to download. I'm going to go to bed, go to school, come back. Hopefully some of it's downloaded. Yeah. 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 Hopefully nobody picked up the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully no one signed off. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I have to find them again. The computer didn't yeah. freeze. Uh, yeah. I took my daughter to see the new Peanuts movie this weekend. Was, was it movie? garbage? Yeah. No. I, <laughs> okay. Okay. Was yeah. good. I'm really yeah. worried about it because I yeah. love the Peanuts. It was. I don't want yeah. it was it depressing? Uh, Not really. No. Yeah. Well, then it wasn't a penis. Yeah, I was going to say, the appropriate amount, maybe. <laughs> okay, okay. But it was definitely, like, she loved it. But it was definitely not made for her. Because, like, they throw Snoopy out and he finds a typewriter. And types all his story, Just like he did yeah. back in the comic strip. But the comic strip was from the 50s when he was doing that. So he's tapping away on his typewriter. There's a scene where Charlie Brown and Peppermint Patty have a conversation on a landline, and they both have the handsets with the curly cords. She didn't understand that. And <laughs> we haven't talked about it yet. But oh. <laughs> she did like, what was that weird phone thing? Um, but then, but I do have that does remind me of another phone story about her. But um, they hang up the phone, and the very next scene is Charlie Brown taking a huge stack of newspapers down to the curb for recycling. Oh. Wow. So yeah, this was set in like the early 90s. <laughs> I'm guessing, yeah. yeah. They could have at least updated with him like bringing a Kindle to the yeah, dumpster. Yeah. See, I'm uh, really glad they didn't do yeah, stuff like that. I was worried that, that, that they'd be gross, on like cell phones texting yeah, each other yeah, the whole time yeah. and I'd just be like, what Like, this? I'm a purist, yeah. but I wonder if, like how bad, how angry would I get 
Or would it be okay? It'd be like, I understand. Like, no. Because no. those things are like, they weren't like right. phones and stuff. And that way aren't integral to the yeah. Nets universe. Like, you right. could update that without it yeah. feeling. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Respectful, yeah. but it would still be very, very dark. Yeah, it would, it, I mean, it would add a lot of new possible storylines. Like, Charlie Brown could be depressed because no one's like accepting his friend request on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, they, they could get a lot of content. Text, but autocorrect is making him say other stuff. Yeah. Sigh emoji. <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> um, this Franklin's this, um, a rapper. This this makes me um this reminds me of something I've wanted to ask you guys for a while. What do you think of uh, new recent seasons of uh, The Simpsons and how they've adapted modern culture into The Simpsons I universe? See so not, little of it. I can't really it. Say. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. That that's a very important question. Like. Yeah. Where do you... Okay, everyone has their opinion of when The Simpsons wasn't as great. Like, what, what do you consider the glory, the, the best seasons of The Simpsons? Like, where's the drop-off for ten. you? Ten. Well, we, we have all the DVDs at home up to number ten, season ten. And ten's kind of and a nice And ten is pretty number. crappy. Yeah. We don't really watch it that much. And then a lot of nine is kind of crappy, too. But everything before that... Season four is my favorite. Yeah, you can say like up to think, like eight, yeah. it's pretty much gold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nine, a lot of people won't include one. What's yeah. yeah. hard? One is hard to get back to, into, but there are some right. great episodes. So yeah. slowly paced. Yeah, yeah. 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 still finding their One was really time. exciting when it was out because it was so different from everything else, and it also had like this cool edginess to it. Like, yeah. like oh, like they show butts and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> they said crap. Yeah, they said crap. Yeah, and... Uh, this is a bad but then, yeah, but then, like, revisiting season one, you're like, oh. I do, yeah, I do really like yeah. it now because everything is so edgy. Like, how quaint it almost seems now. It does now. seem very quaint. I'm trying to think, like, when was the first time you see a computer on The Simpsons? Yeah, um, when Homer gets fat. Yeah, when Homer gets fat. Oh, and yeah. And he has to get a computer. Like a yeah. home computer. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's like just two colors and only a keyboard. I don't even think it has a mouse. No, it has a mouse. Does it? Yeah, because at first he's using it. Oh, all I remember. But then he gets the, the thing. chicken. Oh, yeah. No, but that's on the keyboard. Oh, that's yeah. on the keyboard. He's just hitting the Y key. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it might not have had a keyboard. Or, I mean, a mouse. Yeah, he was going Y. And I do yeah. remember, yeah, I do remember when Johnny Cash was the coyote. Oh, and I don't remember if, I think that, season eight. if that falls in. Oh, good. Okay. Because yeah. oh, yeah. that is my favorite. Oh, he does say. Right? You don't even own a computer. Yeah, you don't even own a computer. Funny thing, you should get more possessions. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I feel like um, maybe the, the lone voice on the because I still watch it pretty regularly. Um, so. I mean, I've seen new episodes and I've laughed. Like, there's good jokes. Like, yeah. there's still I, really fun stuff. I'm one of those people who says that there there is no good episode ever after yeah. season ten. I've seen a couple of good ones, but I just think like it's it's just gold. That's yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. And after that, they like they don't add any characters really. Like, you've got everybody at those first ten seasons. Yeah, that's true. I think maybe like when does Manjula have her kids? Season nine or ten. Nine or ten. Or oh, okay. you, know, you even got the kids, okay. and like that's it. I don't think there's anybody yeah. who comes in. After Gill's there, Lindsay Nagel's there. Uh, I don't know if they've added. And then they anybody. subtract some because you yeah. know Troy McClure and uh, right. and yeah. Lionel Hutt, Bill Hartman passed well, away. So they they've added. Um, 
I know that they've added a few. One that comes to mind, although I can't remember her name, is that really bratty teen who smokes. That's like really like mm. Bart just thinks she's so cool. And oh, is, uh, oh I don't know the their name neighbor is. from uh, Laura Powers. Oh, I, I think I think Laura Powers might maybe she comes she back. back? Because she only showed up in one episode. Yeah. Because um, who played? Who was the voice for that? Like, I was, I was say like Sarah Gilbert from. I was gonna say it was. No, not that. No, not Sarah Gilbert, but the the no. other, the Darlene from Roseanne. Yeah, that's yeah. That's oh that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sarah Gilbert. It's not. It's not that character. It's a different character. She's oh. more white trash. Huh. I don't. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> she shows up occasionally in in recent episodes and that's kind of funny and it always makes me go like who are you like (laughs) you're not a part of this world um yeah but i was gonna say the first couple like more recent episodes because i just stopped watching it for years Mm -hmm. and then i you know got hulu and i'm like oh there's still there's like new episodes of this i should i should see what i'm missing yeah and uh the first handful of ones seeing them with like iPhones and seeing it's stuff jarring, like that. Isn't it's just it? like, Ugh, huh, yeah. like, what are you doing? To but, me, The Simpsons takes place in the nineties. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, but there's um, recently things have just started to click. Like, oh, it makes sense that this like progression kind of has to happen. It yeah. just seems jarring and like all of a sudden to me because I just stopped. Because yeah. you had a bit of break. Watch. Yeah. Right. You, yeah, you didn't You didn't watch the the natural progression, but but now that I'm sort of following it again, I'm like, "Oh, well, this isn't so bad. This kind of makes sense." And there's one rec- there's a the most recent Treehouse of Horror sideshow Bob makes a joke that I think is really funny where he says, "I spent the last 20 years trying to kill a 10-year-old boy." <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah my other phone story about my daughter um, my sister's daughter is about the same age and they got a little puppy um, and I don't actually know what breed it is but uh, can you describe it kind of looks like I mean it's a puppy so it's a little um, amorphous and kind of yeah. looks like a lot of different things but it has kind of colors like a Doberman or or, or something like that but I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's a Rottweiler or anything like that but it's a tiny little little handheld puppy and I was over at their house, and they handed me the puppy to hold, and I pretended it was a phone. <laughs> and both of the little four-year-old girls were like, that's not a phone, that's a puppy. Wow. Like six months later, I can still say something about JoJo's a phone, and my do- or if I just mentioned that dog. My daughter will bring up, he's not a phone. He's a dog. <laughs> That's such a bad joke. It, yeah. yeah. I have, I, I do have a, a repertoire of dad jokes. And flashing back to the, like, was it the uh, Time Life NFL football yeah, the, phone? I'm calling you from a football phone. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get that reference, though. I don't know what they were doing back then, but... My grandpa always, when I was a kid, would say, like, when I was a little girl... <laughs> and when I was a kid, this drove me crazy. I'm like, Grandpa, you weren't a little girl. You're, you're, you're a man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
Now that I look back on it, I'm like, that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> My grandpa playing with gender. Like, yeah. I should have appreciated it more. Going into yeah. dad jokes. Yeah. yeah. That, it happens. Yeah. It definitely happens. Yeah, because they do, like, get very... Well, because everything is kind of concrete and black and white, and for yeah, they don't kids don't understand irony or yeah, they sarcasm. They super get like she, she believes all this like gender stuff that we never really like actively taught her. She's like, well, you can't wear pink. You're a boy. I can wear. I went as uh, as sadness for Halloween, and when I first told her that's what I was going to do, she was like. No, I want you to be a boy. But then I did it. You should tell your daughter to shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we did. Not only did I do it for Halloween, but I also did a uh, an improv show where we were each one of the emotions from that, and she came to see that show. And now, like. She told me she only wants us to do Inside Out shows. <laughs> we were talking about something else, and she wanted me to dress as sadness for that. So she's totally buying into it now. Okay. But that's good. It was just yeah. funny. But. Yeah, the f- uh, I have a niece who um, let's see, I when I moved out here in two thousand, so she was about six or something. No, eight or nine. Or th- uh, I was I was going through a phase where I was wearing skirts. Okay. And the first time she saw me in one, she hid behind her dad. Oh, she was just like, yeah, <laughs> she couldn't deal with it. And then she had to ask her dad later on for an explanation. And it, to his credit, you know, uh, he was like, "Well, no, anybody can. You know, some boys just wear skirts sometimes." I was like, "Way to go, Gary!" <laughs> yeah, brother-in-law. They, they, um, I we had a like a work party, and I took her to that, and I was wearing, and so a bunch of other people brought their kids too. And this other kid was maybe eight or so, and I overheard him like off to the side of me talking to his parents about me wearing this wig, and they're like, "No, it's okay. Is it, you know, some, he's just wearing a wig." And uh, so I thought it was that again, but then I, I kind of turned to look, half look, and I saw like the most confused look on his face, and he said, "Where's his real hair then?" <laughs> <laughs> That was, so was it a pink wig? It was blue. blue. It was blue. I haven't yeah. seen. The, oh, okay. So. I, I recommend it. Inside Out is pretty pretty great movie. Yeah, I just watched it the other night. It was yeah. pretty entertaining. Yeah, it's. Uh, Do you have a place you go to when you're worried about a movie? Like when I was, like said, I was worried about peanuts sucking. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm worried if a movie's going to be terrible, mm-hmm. but it's something I I should want to see, I, I have like, I'll read reviews. But there's like a couple friends who want to make sure I've seen it, so I get their judgment. You have like oh. a hierarchy of how you plan there, or do you just be like, I'm just gonna wing it? It, yeah, I think I think more the that than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to really agree with the AV Club yeah. viewers more often than not. Um, or and then my kids' movies, I don't have a choice. <laughs> But um, but there have been some great ones in the last few years, so um, lucky there. If AV Club hates something, I generally hate it too. But yeah. sometimes they'll rave about something that I hate. <laughs> I, I can't trust them. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know that I do either. And then sometimes I'll love something and then go back to it a couple of years later and realize I don't know what I was thinking. 
But Some stuff doesn't age well. Yeah, yeah. it's too much. It's, it's very much a product of its time. I thought yeah. about. I, I thought like a really good like blog idea would be just has it held up and then go back because I've actually done this yeah. myself a couple of times because when I was a really little kid, I super loved the movie Howard the Duck. Yeah. Even though nobody else did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I went back and rewatched it as an adult, and. The last like twenty minutes, when it's all action and funny stuff happening, does actually hold up pretty well. But there's a lot of just slow, like it's the '80s. Can you believe guys have earrings now? <laughs> it, it's very, very slow. And um, I think Howard the Duck is a good place uh, to yeah, end this and yeah. move on to the plug section oh, of the have, show. Should have ended the show and then came back and had Howard the Duck just sitting here. <laughs> that's how Howard the Duck had a brief appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. which was one of the movies I waited to get a lot of like peer input from before. So we got it, I think, on DVD uh-huh. from the library. I think, yeah, of all the. The Avengers movies, or of all the Marvel movies, I think that one's my favorite. That one and Ant Man, maybe because they're smaller a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Guardians Ant-Man is not was fun. Super I didn't small. see. I think if we'd seen, or I think if I'd seen Guardians of the Galaxy on a big screen, mm-hmm. it would have played better because it's very. I mean, it's ninety percent effects. Yeah, this is. But also I, I saw Ant Man and like that. It, it was. It was very fun. Yeah, I like that. It looks like they're going to do another one of those. Oh, cool. I haven't. Really seen that many new superhero movies aside from the Batman films, and I still really like comic books, and I like to keep up with what's happening in comic book movies, mm-hmm. but I don't actually go and watch them. And uh, and I was trying to have this conversation with my little brother, who's really into comic books and all different aspects of it, mm-hmm. and. He asked me if I saw the Avengers movie, and I said, well, no, I haven't really seen anything. And he goes, you're a loser. <laughs> no, I'm not. And he's like, no, you're a loser. You are missing out on a part of like comic book culture that's so important, and you are a loser for not seeing this movie. And I was like, okay. So I went and I watched it, and I don't like it. <laughs> you should tell your little brother to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, I, next time I saw him, I was yeah. like, you know what? I saw it. It's garbage. <laughs> I'm not going to see any of the new Avengers movies. <laughs> you on every episode. Yeah. Just deciding who needs to shut the <laughs> Just get that clip. Yeah. 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 Or that can be that can be your, your podcast. Yeah. Today, here are seven people who need to shut the <laughs> Two-minute <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> no, no explanation why. Almost Just guys don't like the bread you give them. You need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Little kids who don't want their dads to dress as a girl. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. The spiders who ate William Shatner. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Nuns who think yeah. Jesus built a staircase for them. <laughs> shut the fuck up. And one thing we don't want our guests to shut the fuck up about <laughs> is uh, all of the cool things they have uh, going on. Rick, would you like so, to yeah. catch the plug ball that right, I'm yeah, throwing on over to you? Where, which way should we uh, should we start here? Uh, Brian, what do you have uh, coming up, or where can people go online to find out more about you? People can go to ryanavery.org to find out more about me. Okay. Um... Right now, I'm pretty much just focusing on uh, Related Records, which is the record label that I run. And you can find out more about that at relatedrecords.com. 
Awesome. Yeah. What's the new release? What do you got coming out? Um, well, the newest release, which is almost sold out already, is a full-length LP from Treasure Mammal. Uh, called I Will Cut You With My EBT Card. Oh, I didn't know you put that one out. Yep. That's awesome. It is almost sold out, and it is uh, terrifying to <laughs> have to deal with that many mail orders. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Hold on to a vinyl. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, the next one coming out is two releases from James Kachalka Superstar. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, one yeah. is an album he released digitally in 2012 called Beautiful Man, and the other one... And these are both on cassette. The other one is a uh, tape that he made when he was a teenager, I believe, called Fami, which is actually just a string of samples uh, that flow into each other. Kind, of. He hasn't really explained it, but just from listening to it over and over again, it feels like he's proving a point that all pop music sounds the same. But this was like in the 80s. Oh, okay. <laughs> when he made it. It would be a series. You could do it for the 80s, one for the 90s. I think I think he just made it and was like, I used to put this on mixtapes and now I want to do something with it. That's I've proven legit. my point. I yeah. rest my case. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And uh, Tanner, what do we? What do you well, have coming uh, up, or what? Can, where can we learn more about you? You should head to flimspringfield.net. F L I M Springfield.net to uh, read me and Jay's blog about. We basically we watch movies or TV shows and then we decide what Simpsons characters these people would be. You know, like it started out when we watched Snowpiercer in the theater and we're like, that lead actor is a real groundskeeper Willie type, right? <laughs> and then we just do it with everything we watch. That's and awesome. we make yeah. animated gifts where it shows a transition from the actor and into the character from the Simpsons. Oh it's very I, funny. I do like those. And uh, tell them about trivia, Jay. I'll tell them about trivia, but firstly, I I include a bloviating essay oh, yes. in each one. Very oh, she tells me to make shorter every time. <laughs> Justifiably so. No, I stopped telling him to make it shorter. And just do what you want. Um, and uh, once about once a month, we host trivia at our friend's um, restaurant at the Coronado, which is on Seventh uh, Street in Phoenix. It's uh, Simpsons trivia seasons one through ten. We start about eight o'clock. We do like around thirty-five questions. There's usually a, a guest who comes in and does a Simpsons-related bit too. Uh, so if this goes up on Friday, it'll be tomorrow. And if it goes up on Monday, you missed a pretty good trivia at a new place. Yeah, it's going to be on the Saturday the 21st at the Coronado. It's uh, 7th Street and like Palm Lane. That's yeah. a way to light a fire under <laughs> um, No, that's exciting. I've gone and uh, um, I lost because I don't know that many baseball player names. One of the questions that month was about the, uh, the ringers. Um, and I think I even had Daryl Strawberry in my head, but I didn't write him down. Or maybe it was Goose Gossage, I can't remember. You know, we actually stopped ourselves from having a question about all the ringers on Mr. Burns' fantasy team. Uh-uh. You know, uh, the one no who was dead for over, uh, <laughs> over 125 years. Like, yeah, my grandpa knows who Mordecai Three Finger Brown is. He was a little girl, I guess he mm. liked <laughs> And we're online, you know, Facebook and all that. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, Flimspringfield.net. Yep. Flimspringfield.net. I am on Twitter and Tumblr at one word long. Come on, find me there. All right. Check it out. Rick, what do you have going on? Um, I have uh, coming up this month in the month of November 
the fourth Saturday, which I believe is the 28th, 29th, um, I am in the Improvised Book Club. Um, we are reading, or in my case, rereading the Kurt Vonnegut novel, Mother Night. One of his lesser knowns, but uh, yeah, oh, that's one it's of an best. amazing one. Oh, it is. It, it truly is one of the best. Um, so um, I'm still very early on in my rereading of it, but Vonnegut is a quick read. So True. Mm -hmm. um, it flows. Yeah. And uh, then in December, I believe on the uh, 11th, oh man, whatever the second Friday of December is is our monthly Apollo 12 show. Um, both of these are at the Torch Theater in downtown Phoenix, uh, Central and Camelback. So December 12th to be fun. Saturday. Oh, okay. Friday. Second Friday. Second Friday, Friday so 11th. December 11th. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That makes, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, Jeff, what uh, what do you have coming up? Um, follow me on Twitter at jcardello, J-C-A-R-D-E-L-L-O. And then... Um, Rick and I ha are in an improvised murder mystery show. There's two more. Uh, it's at the Torch Theater, uh, 4721 North Central Avenue in Phoenix. Uh, there's two more in November, and they are at 8 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. I think we're... Well, I don't know if we're supposed to say where they're going to be set, but it's a different setting every week. Yeah. Okay. So it's so definitely yeah. super fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'd like to thank uh, all the guests for joining us today. Yeah. And, uh, well, let's thank Gangplank for opening oh, yes. their wonderful space to us to record. This place is very cool. Yeah. Props to Gangplank. They've been super generous. Definitely check them out. And thank you for having us. Enjoy the rest of your internet. Yes. <laughs> We're going to <laughs> And that's a wrap, folks.